Dane DeLegro could not be contained to one single episode. We recorded so much when we had him in the studio last week that we had to uh, add this little bonus episode. 20 more minutes of ridiculous conversations that we had with Dane. Also, after we watched Moana, um, which turned out to be my niece Ava's favorite movie, uh, my brother Dan, who you remember from a past episode, uh, interviewed Ava about the movie. And uh, so you're going to hear that little interview at the end. Have a good Labor Day, and uh, we'll see you for episode 49 shortly. Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> well, as much as I would love this to be a three-hour <laughs> extravaganza... Uh, I do feel like we should jump into the queue. No, I have a surprise. Oh, well, I also have a few questions for oh, you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. Wait, what's going yes. on? Uh, whichever one he wants to... Do you want to go for... Uh, okay, we'll first. make a cut, and then we can see where to put this. Okay. Because I did make an j- offhand joke about how... You were asking so many questions about what the rules to be on this podcast were. Yeah, oh, yeah. You were like, you're taking it so seriously, and we are like, fucking with you. They're like, come on, man. Like, this isn't basketball. You don't score points. Right, right, right. But then I did feel like we had to come up with some sort of competition, some sort of game. Oh, wow. Film and basketball related that you could sort of feel a little comfortable in. Okay, okay. And also match wits against Matt Bogdanow. Yeah. So I did, come up, I did come up with a game. Okay. Um... What I'm going to do, I have a list of, of, I actually don't know how many. I have about 12, 12 famous basketball movies. Okay. And oh to get three points, you're going to guess, I'm just going to give you the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. And the year it came out. Okay. If you get it on the first try, yeah. you get three points. That's like a, a three-pointer. Like a three-pointer. Okay. Yeah. Three-point field goal. If you can't get that, I'll give you the tagline to the movie. Okay. If you can't, that will be a... A two-point... Two-pointer. Two-point field goal. Also a field goal. And then, if you can't get it from there, I'm just going to say the name. We don't do free throws? One point? Yeah, I was going to say. I don't have another... I don't have another (laughs) Another level. Okay, there's no... Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll give you the actor, the lead actor. And if you get it wrong on either of the rounds, you lose points. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sure. All right. Number one. Wait, so are we buzzing in? I don't know. You could do buzz. Or are you asking us alternating questions? We'll buzz in. We'll do the buzz in. Okay. How are we buzzing? What are we... We just go bzz, bzz. Okay. Okay. All right. It was like a buzzer beater. 2002. <laughs> First movie is 2002. This got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the thing. You're going to start to realize that you'll never... Okay, you're going to get minus three if you don't get this right. And forfeit the turn to Maddie. Can I unbuzz? <laughs> okay, because you didn't know the rule. Okay. Okay, no, no guesses? Tagline? Tagline is, the only way he can stay pro is to play like a girl. Joanna Man. Correct. Ten uh, <laughs> percent. Well that movie wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It isn't. 
the worst of the movies I've got here. Okay. That is it. There's there one got a 9%. That's the lowest. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, all right. Number two, 1992, 76% Rotten Tomato score. This one. Blue chips. Wrong. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, no. You're out. Oh, I know what it is. The tagline, you ready? Yeah. It ain't easy being this good. If he can't shoot, do I get the ball? (laughs) There's no rebounds in this game. I'm trying to decide when to use the, like, two or three basketball (laughs) movies that I can think of. 1992, yeah. 76%. The right, rebound should be worth one point. That's, okay, that's So the pressure's on. You have to make like the shot or else that's I get the rebound. Attempt. I can rebound for one point. <laughs> is it Basketball Diaries? Wrong. That is a basketball movie. Do I get a point? I would like to rebound. Get the rebound. He Got Game? No. What? Ooh. No, the answer is white men can't jump. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. All right. 1986, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is the most critically, oh, the second most critically acclaimed movie on this list. All right, here's the tagline: They needed a second chance to finish first. To finish first. I think Very you're vastly famous. overestimating. I wasn't even into information. I wasn't even into sports as a kid. A year, like. All right. Well, then I'll give you the actor. Okay. Gene Hackman. Oh. Bzz. It was a tie. I'll give it to you. Is it Hoosiers? Yeah, Correct. Hoosiers. I've only seen that like once. I've never seen it. Um, Nineteen ninety-seven. This movie got a forty-three percent. He sits. He stays. He shoots. He scores. Air Bud. Correct. That's correct. That is correct. Yes. Nice. Um, also in nineteen ninety-seven, this movie got twenty-three percent. It's a very tough tagline. They're lifting the game to a higher level. The air up there. Incorrect. Oh, my goodness. Would you like the rebound? I'll give you the actor. The lead actor is Marlon Wayans. Oh, the sixth man. Yes, oh, my correct. goodness. <laughs> correct. <sighs> correct. Now we're getting the hang in, in the shoot rhythm. Shoot or shoot. In the rhythm. I got to take shots. We are, although, you know, you haven't been writing down the score. And we've, no. We've, you've just given up on that. I think, kind you're, of, you're, I don't I think you're up by two. That sounds shocking. But well, I'll this is it. your only opportunity to beat me at basketball. So. <laughs> All right, I'm up I'll by two. All right, 2000. This movie got an 82%. 2000. All right, and the tagline is a, st- a story of the passion it takes. Bzz. Love and basketball. Correct! Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right, 1996, 15%. Space Jam. No, 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 no. Incorrect. Crap, Gosh. Incorrect. He said 15. <laughs> Maddie, you'll get this one very easily. The newest coach in the NBA has got the Knicks right where she wants them. I don't know. Rebound to Dane DeLegro. I actually don't know either. <laughs> the lead actress is Whoopi Goldberg. The movie's called Eddie. Oh, I've never seen it. She was a fan that was selected to become yes, the coach I, of the team. I've heard never. of that movie. I've Eddie, never seen Whoopi it. Whoopi Goldberg, 1996. Goodness. I wasn't. I didn't even like sports as a kid. I like played Zelda and ran through my ran through the woods behind my house on all fours and stuff like that, <laughs> grabbing kids in the balls. Nineteen ninety six. Space Jam. Correct. Yes. That's three. That is three. That's for three. So Maddie, Maddie's up three right now because you went up four. Okay. Right. Uh, the tagline for this. Up by two, and then you scored with the six yeah. man. 
So that went up four. Yeah. And then I just got that for three. So then I'm only up one. You're only up one. Okay. Okay. Nineteen. Also, 1996. This one got the lowest score of all the basketball movies. Nine percent. If you can't beat him, steal him. This is... Celtic Pride. Correct! <laughs> Correct! Yeah, good Very movie. good. Yeah. Very good. That was a great, great movie, by the way. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's we the did. worst movie. <laughs> Play that funky music, white boy. 1998. <clears throat> 80% for this one. Well regarded. Certified fresh. The tagline is, The Father, The Son, and The Holy Game. Hmm. Lead actor Denzel Washington. Is Ray he, Allen was also in this movie. He got game. Got it. Uh, 1995. This got a 46%. The tagline The true story of the death of innocence and the birth of an artist. Lead actor Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Basketball Diaries. Correct. Yeah, I was waiting for that one, and then I missed it when it came. Never even seen did it. Maddie, did Maddie? Did uh, Dane take the lead? Yeah. Oh, I oh, took yeah, the a couple, lead. Couple okay, we've matches. got two more. Two more. Okay. Two thousand eight. Twenty-one percent certified flop. The tagline: "The greatest fro on earth." The greatest fro on earth. Yeah, it's a play. Yeah. I'll give you the second tagline: "Putting the funk into the dunk." Semi-pro. Correct! Mm. I was thinking Will Ferrell had a fro, but... We already mentioned semi-pro. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why it was, it, was, it was on my mind. Yeah. All right, and the last, last one. Last one. 1994, 37%. Tagline, victory doesn't come cheap. This is blue chips. Yeah! That's good. We had to that's get good. blue chips eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Shaq. Um... So I think I won. Is that Mr. Dane yeah, you, wins you yeah, everywhere? He knows yeah. films. He no, knows I made basketball. it interesting at least. He did make it interesting. <laughs> where did you go wrong? Uh, I went wrong guessing. Uh, where did I go? Well, I just don't know. <laughs> it's just a hard game. I don't think I. I don't think I had bad strategy. Eddie got us. Yeah, Eddie was got yeah, a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Whoopee. Hello. Uh, all right. What's your next distraction <laughs> okay, before so we even get into the queue? I was FaceTiming Dara today. Uh-huh. And that's your sister. Yeah. That's my sister. For yep. those you don't know. Shout the out eldest Lexington. Delegro. She usually calls me when her and Stella have lunch. Uh, Stella's her daughter, my niece. And I said, yeah, I'm going on the podcast with Alex and Matt. And she was like, you know, it's, it's really amazing that their friendship has lasted this long. That spurred my question... Um, if someone were to make a movie about your friendship, who would play you guys? Excellent question. Good question. I feel like the number one piece of feedback that we get about the podcast is like, I'm glad you guys are still friends. <laughs> <laughs> you have a yin and a yang type thing going on. Uh, who would play us? There, for, a a while, for a while, for a while, it was Jason Biggs. For you. For me. Yeah. And he faded from stardom. Yeah. How we feel about Zach Braff? I could give you Zach Braff. How we feel about Zach Braff? I was going to say Ed Norton for you. Or Paul Rudd. I could do Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd. And then for Matt, it's got to be Jared Leto. Wow. All right. It's got to be. I'm not going to argue with that. That's great. (laughs) It's great for me. I think Zach Braff Braff is like, 
Yeah, you have, a, you have similar mannerisms, but I think that would be an awesome movie. What a dynamic. When I first saw him in my so-called life, he was covering I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones at a house party. I was like, that's the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, How about our man um, Chris Evans? Oh, yeah. He's a Boston guy, too, actually. Which What? Oh, yeah. Or Jay Krasinski. Uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. So we need to have the guy from Boston. So Evans hits it because he's from Boston. Yeah. Who's he playing? You? Maybe. You don't. You actually. You kind of have a similar look. Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Captain Jack. America and Joker. I mean, we should come up with a spec a spec script after. Uh, you know, we we decide what movie. Sit down. Get a couple. What would the title be called? <sighs> there and back. <laughs> CTQ a, a lifeline. I don't know. <laughs> Two friends from Lexington. <laughs> Two friends. That's a good title. Going down to the center on half days. At Yangtze River. <laughs> That's where every kid learns how to tip. Tip or chew and screw. Mm, correct. A bunch of my fr- I never did it, but a bunch of my friends have. I've never even heard that term before. <laughs> dine, dine and ditch, chew and screw? I've heard dine and ditch. I have not heard chew and screw. Because screw is not a synonym for to leave. Like well, the way screw, that ditch you can like, screw off. Sure. But it also... You screw over the, the dining... There's no, also... No, the, I get it. The distant cousin <laughs> ding-dong ditch, you know? You ring the doorbell and you run away. Like in uh, the Adam Sandler movie with the bag of shit on it? Yes, the- that would be... That might be the quintessential... That's the poo and screw. Yeah, That's when you light the poo, poo on fire and the guy the- stomps it out. It's shit! I don't have a better... I'm not going to argue... If he's going to give me Jared Leto, I'm not going to yeah, okay. uh, I mean, give myself a lesson. And we'll call the movie The, the Two Friends. The Two Friends the from two Lexington. Friends. I like that. And I don't normally go to the theater, but I would go to the theater to watch that one. Well, here's the thing. I, I do go to the theater, but I don't like biopics. So is there any way that we can make this like just like a buddy comedy? And it doesn't... Yeah. It, it only... It's, for me to enjoy this movie, it needs to be a short span of time. So we just need to pick the most vibrant, you know, week of our friendship, and it's that. We don't start at the beginning. We don't go till the old age. Right. And we somehow a six foot eight other friend. Yeah. I would in. make a quick cameo appearance just yeah. like for a quick minute, you know? All right. <laughs> yeah, that was my... That's it. I have no other surprises. Yeah, that was... Uh, let me... Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, well, my other question was, who's your childhood celebrity man crush? Childhood celebrity. Man crush. So when we were children? When you were children, who, what, what male figure did you look up to? I'll start off with mine, if you guys will. Sure. So, like, growing up, I didn't want to be an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. I never really had any athlete pictures on my wall. Um, I wanted to be an actor, and I idolized Pierce Brosnan. Um, just the whole James Bond thing was going on yeah. when I was coming up. And um, I just think it's interesting that an eight-year-old American boy would idolize a British sex symbol like that. He's Pierce not Boston's British. Great. He's Irish. Is he Irish? We learned that at a trivia night a f- months, months, months ago. I recently uh, played drums with his son, Dylan Brosnan, who is a... <laughs> I'd love to be friends with him. How can I get in? I, if I, whatever way I can get to Pierce. I mean, he's a really nice guy. He's a he's a model slash uh, singer. Rightfully so. I mean, his dad is. <laughs> I don't know if he's gray now, but he's got to be a silver fox at this point. You know, he must be. Yeah. Oh, Pierce. I'll, tell well, I'll see what I can do. Look up to. Yeah, I mean, for me Man there were crush? so many, but it's just the lead singer in every like early '90s alt rock band. Yeah. You know, like 
Gavin Rosdale and Chris <laughs> Cornell and Eddie Vedder and all, you know, I yeah. looked up to all of them. So I'm trying to think if there's any cartoonists maybe that I was hmm. look up to. Maybe the guy that wrote Calvin and Hobbes, but I didn't, I don't know what he looked like. Yeah, I don't know him. That was him. kind of his whole deal. Uh, Honestly, I, Jordan Catalano, which was Jared Leto's character in My So-Called Life. Yep. That might be my most honest answer. Who did you look up to? Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Mm. All the days down at Hit and Run, you know? Oh, yeah. What was the deli next door called? Dagwoods. Dagwoods. I spent all of my money at Hit and Run. All of my childhood money I spent (laughs) buying comic books, baseball cards. Magic cards. And comic book cards and baseball books at Hit and Run. I'd say right now I'd probably like look up to like Dave Grohl. He's just a guy now, I want to hang out with. Yeah. But that wasn't the question. No, it wasn't. It'd be no. definitely a cool guy to hang out with. Yeah. For sure. As an You didn't have anybody you didn't have a like poster of somebody up in your room when you were ten? I also had Goldberg on my wall. The wrestler. wrestler. Oh yeah. yeah, I really like Stone Cold. Jewish Sting. guy. I like Sting, but not the musician. <laughs> the wrestler. <laughs> That's your answer. Sting. Yeah, totally. Sting. Because Sting. he mixed comic books with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my answer. Um, I'll take it. Right. I'll take it. Great question. You went your whole life, Dane. Dane, the only Dane anyone's ever known. Okay. And then you hit around fourteen or fifteen, and then all of a sudden Dane Cook shows up. <laughs> my question to you is. Was this like, here's a real Dane that I can appreciate that knows his shit that's funny, top of the top of the of the industry, right? Or are you like, I have no identity. This guy stole my identity. I remember back in the day in the Globe. You didn't like the name Dane, right? You couldn't have liked that name. I loved it. You've always loved Dane. It's a big, strong name. Great Dane. Yeah, great Dane. I remember in the Globe they used to put the Nick's Comedy Stop advertisements. Uh huh. You know, Nick's Comedy Stop, it's above Kowloon. Yeah. Yeah. Dane Cook's from Arlington. Mm-hmm. So he came Famously. up in Boston. And I remember I was younger, and any time we would see the name Dane Cook in the newspaper, my mom would be like, oh, Dane, Dane Cook, look. And she would, you know, my mom was artistic, cut, cut his name out, make, you know, a little decoupage. You're like, Dane Cook, I must get into food, bollocks. Right. Ex- <laughs> right. <laughs> you thought it was a command. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Dane, Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> and so I knew, I knew about him, but I didn't, he was just... A name in the newspaper, you know? And then he kind of got big. And then I was like, it was less of a name thing. Like, okay, if I'm in a loud bar and I say my name's Dane and someone says Dave, I'll be like, no, like, Great Dane or no, like, Dane Cook. So it's nice so I can use his name as kind of, um, you know. As a, a reference point. As a reference point yeah. in a loud room. But it's more like, for me, it's, oh, I, I knew him way before he was famous, you know? Like, I, I, was, I was Dane before he was Dane Cook, if that makes any sense at all. I, I just knew you would have some opinion. I had to hear what it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's a funny guy. You know, again, Arlington, next town over from us, we, you know, I've been by his high school. <clears throat> We've all driven by his high school numerous times. He's a wicked nice guy. Right. Oh, you've met him? No, I just wanted to say some Boston, like, wicked... Oh yeah, he's wicked. Nice. The guy's wicked pissy. He's a great guy. If his la- if his last name was Delegro, I'd probably have a problem with that. But no, he doesn't have the the Instagram or Twitter handle Dane. That's for sure. Some other weird jerk off does. I tried to get it from him. He Just told Dane? Me, yeah, at Dane. That would be cool. That would be cool. I tried to get it. The guy told me to fuck off. So at Dane, you can you can fuck off. How's that sound? <laughs>
Who is your favorite person in Moana? Moana. Mm, who do you like when he yells in the middle of the ocean on the boat? When he screams? Um, Moana and, um, Mommy. But who screams in the boat? Oh, okay. Is he so funny? Yeah, I like Moana and her mommy. And her daddy? Yeah. No, because he's not very nice and okay, he throws down the heart. He throws down the heart in the water? No, um, down in um, like sidewalk. Like in the sidewalk. And what do you think about Maui? Maui? No. You like him? No. Is he friendly? No. Sometimes? No. What does he do with Moana like in the cave after you're welcome? You like that, and you like locks her in the cage. Yeah. But then does she get out of the cage? Yeah. How? She um like she climbed up the ladder and she's trying to get out a little hole, and then she gets jumped on, like a boat, and um a mouse pulls them out on the water. What do you think about uh, the crabby? Crab. I think he's mean. He's mean. Kind of funny. Yeah. Very shiny. And what is your favorite song? Yeah, You want to sing a little bit? Yeah, no. What else? What else is your favorite song? Mofago. You want to sing a little bit of that? A fun, no, a fun go, and the wind and the sea is cold me, and now I know a fun go, and the wind and the sea is cold me. And now I know a flower go and the weather sees cold me. And now I know a flower go and the wind and the sea is cold me. And now I know flower go. And tell me about the fire lady. Do you like her? But do you like her at the end? Yeah. Well, and. Like when she becomes like the Green Island. Yeah. Why does she become the Green Island? What happens? Because um, she gives back the heart. Moana gives her her heart? But, but, um, but that's not her heart. That's Moana's heart. Oh, and Moana gives her the heart? Yeah, but that's Moana's And is she the fire lady or she's not anymore? Yes. But then, yeah, but then she gets to be nice? Yeah. So you love that movie? Yeah. Is that your favorite movie? Yeah. Great. That was Clear in the Queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about... You can email us at uh, clearinthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearinthequeue, Facebook.com slash clearinthequeue. Subscribe on iTunes? Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. 